Does your identity, i.e., how you see and think about yourself, help you grow your business, or does it get in your way and make life much harder than it needs to be? Hello, and welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I help ex corporate professionals just like you to overcome the obstacles of growing your own business now that you're the boss. As a business and mindset coach, I know how easy it can be for you to get stuck, go round in circles, or to make life harder than it needs to be. So that's why in each episode, I'll be sharing practical ways to make sure that you're designing the right business for you, showing you how you could rapidly transform your mindset and to give yourself permission to use the strategies that will really work best for your entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode 150. It does seem like a milestone for me and it feels quite strange in terms of the podcast. It feels like it's only been here for a few months, but actually, if you think about it, 150 episodes, weekly episodes, it goes to show that it has been around for some time. I remember on our last milestone episode, which was when we reached episode 100, I had my lovely wife, Shireen, interview me based upon questions that clients and listeners had submitted. And it went on so well that we had it as episode 100 and 101. And I still have people after all this time saying, when is Shireen going to make another appearance on this podcast? So I definitely think I'll need to invite her back on. But it's also strange to think that that was now nearly a year ago. And again, it just feels like it's went really, really super quick for me. So today, to mark this special occasion of 150 episodes, I thought we'd go quite deep and we talk about something that is really important when it comes to growing your business and to basically help you to get out your way. And this is all about identity because it will influence everything. And I mean everything in terms of how you think, how you feel, how you act in your business and also those other areas of your life too. So are you ready to go deep with me in this episode? Yep, I hear you and I see you nodding your head. So let's get started. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure that you've taken my free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could really be holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the rapid transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine-tune, strengthen, or overhaul these elements based upon your personalized results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now. So identity, it is such an important topic because it really does have an impact in all areas of our life. And the thing with identity, from my experience, is it's not something that we really think about 
too often. We can think about the other factors like our beliefs, our values, but identity is something that is even more fundamental than that, but really doesn't get much attention. And that's why I want to really address that with you today. So let's start by giving you a moment to reflect and get a snapshot of how you think about yourself and how you truly see yourself when it comes to what you do for your business. Because honestly, do you see yourself and do you identify as being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, or being a business leader, or whatever word you use to convey that, but do you have that strong identity that feels really true for you? Because if you do, then fantastic. That will help you in a massive way for you to really build upon and grow your business. But if you hesitated slightly, and I see this often when working with business owners and clients, even though they run their own business and they're looking to grow their own business, they seem to hesitate when we talk about this or they go, yeah, sometimes I think I've got a business and I act like that, but it's not 100% of the time. And if that is the case for you as well, then this is all about awareness and it's about really understanding and then owning the decision around that and choosing is that the way you want it to be moving forward And if not, then how do we help you to focus on that identity that will help you to grow your business? Because I see people, and again, let me know if this resonates with you, they, instead of acting and thinking themselves as if they're the business owner, they actually think about themselves or act like they're the employee instead. Or, especially if you've come from a really successful career, it still feels like for many clients and business owners that you are that professional expert in whatever your area of expertise is, but you see that as being more like a role rather than being the business leader or having that as part of your business. So again, I'm not saying that this will be 100% true for everybody because I do work with many clients and they do see themselves as being a business owner, but I really want to make sure that that for you is always the case and it feels really, really strong because it can take some time. I know from my personal experience when I left the corporate world and even though I had my business and I was growing it, I was, in all honesty, still acting like an employee. So why does it matter? Because our identity, like I said before, is essentially who we see ourselves as being. And it therefore influences how we show up, how we think, how we act, what we do, the strategies that we follow, the goals that we set, and basically the whole direction of your business. And if you don't have a solid identity, especially around your business, that's where it can lead to inconsistencies in terms of what you do, what you don't do, your habits, your actions, your results, your confidence levels, your uncertainty versus certainty at different points. All of these can show up. And then you might be thinking, well, why is it I'm not being consistent? Why is it I'm not getting the results the way that I wanted to or that I expected to? And a lot of it can come down to your identity. But on the flip side, when you know 
and you own who you truly are, then it allows you to be more in control of it, to focus on it, to direct it, and it really makes a huge difference. I remember when I was in Bali a good six years ago with a number of mentors, including Roger Hamilton, he really shared something around the concept of identity that's always stuck with me and I'd love to help bring it to life a little bit for you as well, using the example that Roger shared with us. So picture the scene. Imagine you have been set a challenge by me and you're standing on top of your mattress on your bed and I have a big jar of a hundred marbles just waiting and your challenge is to gather as many of these marbles as quickly as possible in let's say 30 seconds okay and if I then tip this whole jar of marbles all across that mattress what are the different strategies that you could use to get those marbles all collected? It's a bit like the crystal maze game here. Well, you could have one strategy, which is where you would basically be scrambling around, running all across that mattress, trying to gather all the different marbles that are rolling everywhere. But think about it, if you were actually doing that, if you were jumping from one part of the matches to the other, would you gather all of those marbles easily and effortlessly? No, they would be rolling all over the place. They'd be rolling off the side of that mattress as well. But instead, what if you had a different tactic? What if you instead just went right into the center of that mattress and you made a big dent in it? And if I then tipped the jar of marbles onto that mattress and you just stood in that dent that you made, what would happen to those marbles? They would all gravitate and roll towards you. Does that make sense? Can you picture the scene? And this is actually why identity is so important. If you even look at the word identity, it's got the word dent in it. So when you know what your identity is, i.e. who you are, it allows you to then decide, well, okay, what do I stand for? What is the dent that I want to make in my space, in the area of my expertise, in my industry, in business, in the world, whatever way that you want to think about it. And that then allows you to really choose what you stand for and you do that with conviction and it allows you to really step up. Because again, look at the word identity. It's got that dent in the middle of it. So can you see how if you don't really see yourself as being a credible business owner or a business leader, it's like you're running around and you're scrambling, you're trying to make things happen in your business. And as a result, you might then actually, without realizing it, be treating your business like you are more of an employee. You might think of yourself as being a bit of an imposter. So the imposter syndrome can kick in where you might be feeling a bit like a fraud. And that can show up in terms of comparisonitis. You look at other people and you think, oh, well, they're doing it really well because they're great business owners, but I'm not really. Or you actually, without realizing it, look to other people to make decisions on your behalf, 
which actually isn't you stepping up or stepping into making that dent in your business, is it? Or you follow what other people are doing and actually instead of using it as a bit of an inspiration, it's very much instead like a, this is how I need to do it or how I should do it. And again, you're not owning your space. You're not deciding what's right for you or what you stand for. So if you don't really have that strong identity, can you see how it therefore can stop yourself from really growing because it then allows yourself to be led easily, but also for you not to be really deciding Are you stepping up? Are you really making a dent in terms of the marketplace and the value that you really have to offer? So like I said at the start of this episode, identity is one of these things that doesn't get talked about a lot compared to some of the other elements that when it comes down to figuring out what's working for you or what's not working for you. One of the key models that I love and I learned about many years ago that underpins a lot of how I coach business owners comes from the world of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I'll just give a quick overview of this just to really illustrate it. It's called the Logical Levels Model. And it's really useful for you to identify where something just doesn't feel like it's kind of connected, it's not really in sync, or it just feels like something is out of alignment. So let me just illustrate this using a non-business example for a moment. Let's talk about health and fitness. And this is something that is very current for me because I was having a conversation around this effectively with my physio Stephen just last week when he was sorting out the little niggle in my neck. So imagine you've got a pyramid or a triangle and you've got different levels or layers of this triangle or pyramid. Right at the bottom, you've got environment. So this would be, imagine, I've seen many, many people in the past, including myself, where they want to get fit, they do something, let's say they go and join a gym, but they try that often and it just doesn't connect with them. The environment might be the thing that just doesn't get them to enjoy it, it might not be the best environment for them. Whereas actually, they might be able to go, okay, is there a different environment that I would enjoy doing more exercises in? So it might be, well, if I go out for a run, if I'm outdoors, if I'm in a dance class or a fitness class, that might be a better environment. So can you see here that actually sometimes it's just the environment that's not right or not working for you? And when you can put your finger on that, you can then experiment to go, okay, let me change up. Let me see different environments and how that can make the difference. So it might not be the environment that's the issue. It might be your behavior, which is that next level on the pyramid. So you've got environment at the bottom. Then the next brick or layer is the behaviors. And you can think about that as even your habits. The what are you doing or what are you not doing? And again, When you're looking at this, it gives you that chance to go, okay, what's your behaviours? Do you plan for it? Do you commit to it? Do you actually then go and do that exercise or whatever you've committed to doing or what gets in the way? And often it's just down to your habits or your behaviour and that's where you go, that's what needs to be sorted or to be fine-tuned or overhauled. 
So the next layer after that, I'm going quite quick, I appreciate, is the capabilities. This might be, you go to that place, you turn up, so you've got the habit that you're there, but then how do I do it? How do I get better results? And that's where you might not have the knowledge or the capability of it. And that's where it can help to have some expertise, to get a program, to guide you, whatever it is, to teach you how to improve your strength or whatever your goal is. So can you see how there, that's more down to capability. And once you learn how to do a certain exercise or a routine, then you can build upon that capability. The layer after that, which again, so we're kind of the fourth layer, is your beliefs and your values. So this might be a case of going, right, the environment's okay, my behaviours or habits are okay, my capabilities, I'm learning, I've got people there helping me or someone helping me, but I just don't go still or I find it not really connecting with me. And that might be because you've got some beliefs like, oh, I'm never going to see results or I'm never going to make a difference or I'm never going to achieve X, whatever your goal might be. So can you see beliefs could massively hold back your progress if you're carrying that around with you. But even your values, i.e., like, why are you doing it in the first place? If it's not actually connected to your values, i.e., what's important to you, then it just will be the thing that will completely just go to the bottom of the list when other things that are more important to you come up or need your attention. Does that make sense? So that's why if you're trying to solve a challenge, the environment, the behaviours, the capabilities are actually so much easier to deal with. But when we get to that belief and the values, these are more fundamental stuff that if they're not working for you, then you can be sabotaging your results. And again, with the world of NLP, a lot of what I do with my clients is to really work with them to uncover their beliefs, their limiting beliefs especially, and really understanding what their values are so that we can bring them into their goals, into the design of what they're creating to basically help them to get out their way. But then above that, so I want you to imagine at the tip of this triangle, the top layer, this is identity, i.e., who you are. And this would be like if you've got the identity that I am just not a fit person. I am not the type of person that likes to work out or to exercise. If you've got that identity that actually goes against what you're trying to do, can you see how it will always feel like a never ending battle or it could feel like you are having to push against something that doesn't feel natural in that way? And being really honest and transparent, this is where I was having this conversation with Stephen to go, I'm doing my physio stuff, I'm showing up, I know what I need to do, but there was still something that was going, Stephen, why is it that I make great progress and then I kind of back off or things take over? And I was just sharing with him this model in a conversation going, well, actually, I remember even from when I was really younger, I'd always be that person that'd be like, oh, we got P, how can I get out of P? So I was saying to him, I think I'm still carrying around this belief plus this identity that actually this is just not something that I do. And I was saying that fundamentally how that I think it has been holding me back. So I want to do some more work around it. Even to the extent I joke, but actually 
it's not a joke because if you think about the language, how that massively shapes what we do, and I'm really sharing a lot with you here, I would refer to my workout gear as being my gym costume. So there also illustrates the fact that it feels not actually me. It's not my identity in terms of the type of person that loves to go and work out and it's so natural and it's so the top of my priority. So I share that because this model then allows you to recognize, well, if you are trying lots of things, if you're investing lots of time and money and energy doing things to grow your business or any area of your life, this applies to relationships as well. I see people that are in your relationships, but they just don't really connect. And when you actually have conversations with them, they still have an identity that actually they are not the type of relationship person. They're not a commitment type of person. And that can often be because they've had a lot of time not being in the identity of being in a loving relationship. But that's not my area of expertise. Let's not dive into that too much on this episode. But if you think about it from a business perspective for a moment, and again, what we've experienced in this last year, you can see this massively as well. We have got different environments that we are working in. Some of us are working more virtually with all of our clients. That works particularly well for me because I've been doing that for many, many years. But for others, it could be like, this just isn't working because the environment is just not what they want or it's not where they excel in that way. And even for me, I absolutely appreciate environment as being a huge factor in how I work. So before lockdown, I would always match what I was doing in terms of different tasks to different environments. So if I was being quite creative, I would go out to coffee shops. I had a co-working place that I would work from. So I had all these different environments that I would then go, this will help me to be more in flow in this way. And for me, also, I didn't appreciate it until it was kind of taken away how much travel really was a massive part for me in terms of enjoyment, it was in flow, but also just that change of environment and where my ideas come from, where I got some, I want to say the word, it's horrible, but escapism, because it was like I had my world, I was able to focus in there. I'd get on the train, I'd be in my world, I'd have all these ideas, I would go and work with clients, go to meetings, and then I'd come back and I'd always be like, right, okay, back into family life, etc. But that environment's massively changed. So then the next level is behaviours and your habits. So what are some of the behaviours that absolutely will help you to grow your business? And that comes down to your consistency. For example, for me doing this podcast, When I launched it, it was important for me to have it as a weekly goal. It was a consistency that then became a habit. And there's only been two episodes or two weeks that I hadn't released an episode. And that's when I was basically in hospital recovering from a trampoline accident and getting some pretty major surgery to my leg, which has resulted in why I've been at physio for the last couple of years as well. So again here, I want you to recognise it might be the behaviour or the habit that is what you need to focus upon that'll help make the difference. The next level above that might be capability. Sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. And then it's a case of, okay, how can I get the help? How can I get the coaching, the mentoring, the support to really make the difference? And that's where it could make the huge difference. Again, though, 
I see people, they try and go, right, I'm going to go and do this thing because I need to learn how to do it. But actually, they don't need to learn it. They've got the capability already or they've got the experience. But what they just haven't done is they haven't got it in terms of behavior. They haven't set specific goals around it. They haven't set a strategy around implementing. But what they're doing is they're going to get more knowledge but therefore it's still not really going to get the results if they haven't worked on the previous layer in terms of the behaviours. Then you've got the level of beliefs and values and I've talked about these in numerous episodes. These are integrated in the rapid transformation formula, especially in terms of the design and the mindset, but also the strategies play a part in here as well. This is about the beliefs that you have. For example, the beliefs that you have around charging, what you need to charge or what you want to charge, how you believe in terms of your capabilities, what you believe you can do or what you can't do, and even in terms of your values in relation to your business. So again, when I work with any clients, whether it's one-to-one or in my Get Out Your Way Accelerator, We dive into beliefs and values at such a deep level because they make such a big difference. But then, what's that top layer again? It is identity. This is again why I'm talking about this on the episode in the first place. How do you see yourself? How do you actually think about yourself? Because if you don't actually think about or see yourself as being that business owner or that business leader... Can you see how the rest of it, you could do lots of things, but they'll always still feel like there's something missing or something that's not really gelling. And therefore, I also see identity being a lot around even your entrepreneurial superpower fits into identity. Doing things in the way that works really well for you, that gets you in flow. And that's why, again, it's such a key part in how I work with my clients. And if you really focus on your identity, and a lot of it is stepping up and choosing and acknowledging and deciding I am the business owner, no one's going to come and rescue me here. It then allows you to experience or think about, well, how do I get more flow? And it allows you to be more grounded and it stops you often from running around doing lots of different things and scrambling but instead allowing you to go, okay, what am I going to do that's really going to make a positive dent in my business to help it grow in the next 90 days, for example? And then it allows you to really make the conscious strategies and the habits and the decisions and work on the beliefs and the values around it. And therefore, it allows you to really step up and own and get that identity working for you because it then becomes so real. It's so second nature to you. It then feels like it's just who you are. And like I said before, I remember when I started my business, I was acting like more like an employee and it did take quite a lot of talking to myself and coaching to go, right, step up. What do I actually want for myself as well? And then really going after it. So that's why for me, I know deep down the thing that grounds me is the fact that I love and I'm passionate about helping business owners who really want to help themselves grow their business. 
And I especially love working with ex-corporate professionals to overcome the obstacles that they face when it comes to growing their own business. And a lot of that really does come down to allowing them and enabling them to get out of their way when it comes to their beliefs, understanding their values, their superpowers, and effectively to really hone in and for them to strengthen their identity. And that's where I see a real transformation happen. When you make and focus and decide on what dent you want to make in your world and for your business. So I hope this episode has helped you either really congratulate and recognize that actually you are stepping into it and you have been stepping into that identity as being the business owner or leader in your business and it allows you to go, right, how do I make sure that I really stay grounded and make that dent to see that bigger impact really unfold. But if you've been sitting here thinking, ah, what this man's been saying to me is really connecting to me because you have been a bit more of a scattergun type of approach or not 100% connecting or stepping into that identity of being the business owner or business leader, then today, my friend, is the day that I would love you to step up and basically decide to make that dent to be grounded, to just own it and to go, that is it. I am getting out of my way. And then the rest of it can really help you to shape it, to directionalize it as well. And yes, there's a lot of other work that you can do to help strengthen the identity. And sometimes there's beliefs attached to it, like we talked about. But ultimately, recognizing that is the first step to allow you to go, enough is enough. So as always, I love, love, love to hear what you take away from these episodes. So please do reach out to me, drop me an email, connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. You can find out all the ways to connect with me by scrolling down on the show notes or on the webpage if you're listening to this episode on the Rapid Transformation website or simply go over to rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 150. And I look forward to sharing even more episodes with you over the coming weeks and months. So please do, as I say, let me know how you resonated with this episode, what your key takeaways are. And if you haven't already, then please do leave me a review and rating of this podcast. It helps me to make more of a dent to business owners out there because the more ratings and reviews that you share on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform, it then means that those algorithms out there just make it easier for other people to find this podcast as well. So please do me a favor to help spread and grow this podcast even more to help other business owners like you by leaving a review and a rating as well. And I look forward to sharing more with you next week. So until then, bye for now. Before you go, make sure that you've taken the free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could be really holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the Rapid Transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips 
on how you can fine-tune, strengthen or overhaul these elements based upon your personalised results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now.